are listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. And Lawson has beat Blake in straight sets over the table tennis table. She's <laughs> just never destroyed. Yeah, table tennis. Yeah, we've never played. But we, I would beat you. <laughs> wow. Nah, probably not. I don't Sounds know. Like I'm, like, I'm like the most average table tennis player ever. Well, Maybe I'm like below Forrest average. Gump. Really? So. <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're the greatest. Okay, well, let's have a look at another clue. There we go. The quiz. You guys have been working your way through getting those points, and we had a couple. Well, we had one get it right on the 500, and we've had people just making their way into points since then. If you're still straggling, if you still, you're gunning for points, and you're not quite sure yet, 0491-064-669. The question, the clue is, I put Joseph in charge of all my household. Hmm. If you know who did that, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. If you know who put Joseph over his whole household, you will get 200 points, and those points will equal to entries into the quiz, and if you have those entries, you can win the great prophetic books of Daniel and Revelation, as well as a KJV uh, Bible with Mark's Finley study helps those that great prophetic books of Daniel Revelation. It's basically a study journal where you've got the verses in the top with some information and whatnot, and then you've got lines down the bottom where you can write notes and you can make notes about and these two incredible books. In fact, the book of Revelation, the only book in the Bible that says right at the beginning that you'll be blessed if you read it. Ooh. It is a blessing to read the book of Revelation. It is a blessing to understand it, even though lots of people avoid it. And I understand why you'd be intimidated, but this is the perfect opportunity to learn, to see what it says. 0491-064-669. First time I got a Bible uh, that I read for myself was in 2007. I mean, I had little Bibles when I was a kid, but I never actually read them. But mm-hmm. when I was came to Australia, 2007, I got a Bible. And in the Bible, I literally read it from Matthew all the way to Revelation. Mm-hmm. It was a New Testament Bible. But when I got to Revelation, I literally started the chapter and was like, we're done here. And I, I was like, I have no idea what this is. I don't know what's going on. And so I stopped. So I read the Bible straight through from Matthew to Revelation. Then I stopped. And then I started doing Bible studies mm. uh, with, he was actually an Adventist pastor. And mm. I had not done that before. And he just jumped right into Revelation and shared some really amazing truth. And I was like, wow, that makes so much more sense when you it. understand the context and the historical background and the symbol, the symbolism that mm. is within uh, Revelation. Mm. And the book that unlocks Revelation is Daniel. That's right. right. The Old Testament book, Daniel, unlocks the New Testament book, Revelation. Those two books need to be read together in harmony to really understand and comprehend. So there's a lot of Christian, uh, a lot of Christians out there who think, oh, I don't need anything to do with the Old Testament because I just have the New Testament and that's all about Jesus. Well, the Old Testament is also all about Jesus. That's right. And you can't really understand the New Testament. You can't at all understand the New Testament unless you know the Old Testament. The Old Testament lays, well, we call it type and antitype. Mm. Like these are, the type is the Old Testament and then the antitype or antitype, well, the fulfillment, on, the fulfillment of uh, the, the things that were to come through Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So everything in the Old Testament actually points to to Jesus, the fulfillment of the Old Testament uh, books of the Bible and the prophecies. And one thing I want to point out for our listeners, maybe you're listening right now, 
When you're reading the Bible, especially the Old Testament, you know, Genesis all the way to the end right before Matthew, when you're reading the Bible, try to think to yourself, how does this relate to Jesus? Mm. How does this point to Jesus? So when you're reading the story of Joseph, try to find Christ in the story of Joseph, right? Joseph Mm. was sold as a slave. Mm. Jesus was sold for pieces of silver, Mm. right? Uh, Joseph forgave his brothers who did not deserve to be forgiven. Mm. Jesus forgave his brothers in humanity who did not deserve to be forgiven, right? That's just one story, a couple examples, you know. Mm. But it's important. Uh, This is another one too. Joseph literally saves God's people through prophecy. Mm. Jesus saves God's people through prophecy Mm. as well too. So it's important for us to remember the Old Testament is really Really important, mm. and we need to remember that. Now, I've got some text messages as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one I want to start out here is Karen, who got that 500 points, sent me the cutest uh, little smiley face with uh, an emoji with, like, little eyes halfway closed and little rosy cheeks. Uh, Very cute. Mm. Thank you for that emoji. Uh, Sky sends us a photo in our Messenger app as well, too. I, I believe, is that a guinea pig, producer shell? I think it is. Yeah, it's a cute little guinea pig, and I think that's her son as mm. well. And they're both taking a little nap. They're taking so a little. They nap. might still that's be cute. asleep mm-hmm. uh, during the breakfast show. But thanks for listening, Sky. Shout out to you. Uh, we got a text message here. Social media can be so damaging. So much mm. trash ends up on there, and a large portion of it is actually fake. As in the people you are not really like what they portray online. They're not really like that. But suing them is. Uh, is it going to do anything? And it is definitely the parent's responsibility. It's a good, good thoughts. I mm. think they are relate to what you were saying there, Lawson. Yeah. Again, like if people are doing things that are illegal, then yes. But, but I, I just don't understand the, 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 the thoughts behind trying to chase down civil damages when it, it's just like those, these social media companies haven't done anything illegal. And I don't know if I said this on air or during the break. Like, like the the problem that the suit brings up is like, oh, it's promoting anorexia content to 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 young kids. Now, the thing is, is that like Facebook or Google or whoever, they don't make that content. Other users make that content, and pretty much every social media is protected. Now, they 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 have to moderate definitely, but they are they every social media company is given safe harbor law. So. Uh, and that that took place in around 2008, uh, when base I think it was 2000, 2007, 2008, when Viacom tried to sue YouTube for having copyrighted material on YouTube, and that came, you know, the strengthening of the safe harbor laws, particularly in the United States, where it's like social media companies aren't responsible for the things that people post on them, but they're responsible for the moderation of those things. But I think what's interesting is the Seattle public schools are saying we're not suing you for what other users have. Yeah, posted. We're suing you for deliberately targeting young people with an algorithm that is causing mental health and stress. But this and, is the thing. I think there's something to say about that. I I think so too because the algorithm has been made to target people with content, but that content is also user generated, and the genre of that content is user generated. Like specifically, the example that it brings up is that it's like. Oh, you're promoting anorexia to to children, 
But those videos about anorexia are also made by children. The, well, maybe not all of them. Oh, but, like yeah. like they're also made, but they're or they're you know promoting anorexia to people. And those videos about anorexia made by people who don't work for Facebook or Meta or Google or whatever. I, I think that yeah, I, I'm just again. I'm like, I don't see the. You case don't like for, the money grab. Vibe. That's right. That, it's just that vibe. side that really gets to me, and I'm like, just lobby in Congress. If we, you want to solve this problem, lobby in Congress. We got another text here mm-hmm. regarding the the lawsuit that they're claiming. Are are they claiming damages? Question: Have they suffered financial loss because of the actions of the big tech media companies? Mm. Uh, I I don't know the answer to that, but uh, yeah. it's an interesting it's an interesting thought. And talking about the. Uh, the laws, like changing the legislation. This is uh, we get a text here. It says Seattle Public School sues Google and others. Dot 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 dot. Who for? That's mm. wild. Well done, but very surprising that it is a public school. I thought that too. Mm. I actually thought that was really wild that a public school mm. system is actually suing these companies. Exposure is the name of the game. Lobbying mm. to change the laws would take a miracle as big organizations are in control of legislators. Mm. If they can get money, uh, which is the smiley face with cash tongue and a cash money bag, <laughs> from them, good for them as long as they can use it correctly. Two eyes closed, big smiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who I trust more with the money: the public school system in Seattle, or Google. Oh, Google! I, I honestly, I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janelle texts Lawson in relation to spicy food. If you're kind to your stomach when you're young, it will be kind to you when you're old. Ooh, okay. Winky smiley face. Yeah, I've Watch been, out. I've been told that, and I've actually, I've kind of laid a little bit off the spice. I'm not quite. Reaching the peaks that I was a little bit earlier in the in the yeah uh, last year, I would say. You're listening to the Breakfast Show. Contact us on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. We got another text message here that says New Year's resolutions are for people with strong characters, not for weaklings. <laughs> but it has to be realistic and achievable, as mentioned. It has to be good for you. And you need God's help. Mm. That's strong words. I like that. That's true. Uh, actually, I can say from personal experience, New Year's resolutions are for people with strong characters, not for weaklings. Mm. Because I understand what that feels like to not be strong. To not. To not. To <laughs> I was not. so sad. For me, I can do a resolution of things where I have to stop doing something. You know, like if I'm going to give up something, that's much easier for me to do. But if it's something that I have to start doing, it's much harder. Yeah. And that's where it's like the kind of, I said before, like the Monday fallacy. Like, the, oh, yeah, if I start on Monday, then it will be the best time to start. Like the best time to start doing something is whenever. Well, we get another text message here. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. That uh is a little bit questionable. Uh-huh. It says, "Why is Blake, <laughs> why is Blake dressed like a crip?" <laughs> I wonder who said that in. I wonder too. <laughs> it does say Lawson Walters oh, on oh, the top oh, of it. Okay, um, but uh, I'm not sure what's going on. Do I look like that? Look at your shirt. 
Look at your shirt. It's, it's literally a, the, it's like a tie shirt. It's like a paisley. You know, you know how like the gang no, members like the not. Bloods and the Crips like it isn't. They wear like the the Bloods like wear bandana. the the Bloods wear like the paisley red bandana and the Crips wear the paisley blue bandana. Your shirt looks like a paisley bandana. You look like a gang member. Well, you know what I say to that. What do you say? We need more people to participate in prison ministries. Okay. That's what I say to that. Okay, but would you you say (laughs) that... I I totally agree, Blake, but would you say that uh, the participation in uh, uh, prison ministries would require you to represent a particular gang? And would that help you to minister to everyone in that prison if you're like, actually, I'm with the Crips? (laughs) Like, (laughs) anyways. Didn't you share a story where you wore like a yellow bandana one time? Oh, yeah. And that it was like a paisley yellow bandana. Yeah, it was a paisley yellow bandana. And you were just crying. I was crying. This is when I was young. I was like singing in a Christmas concert. But hey, let's <laughs> no, let's, no. let's let's move on. That's let's move no. on. Let's let's move on. This is a story from when I was young. Let's let's do a Bible study, Blake. Okay, we yeah, can do a Bible let's study. Let's do a Bible study. I love that you're like no no. That is a story about me, and it's embarrassing, <laughs> and I don't want to talk about it. Let's study the Bible. Let's study the Bible. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I will say, as fun as it is uh, to talk about that with you, I want to talk about the book of Proverbs. Oh, yeah. Because that's a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is our Tuesday lesson from the 20 Million uh, Movement Bible Study mm-hmm. here uh, uh, that is available online. You can go and look for that as well, too. And you can follow mm-hmm. along with 20 million people all mm-hmm. around the world. So the book of Proverbs... It's not really so much about right and wrong as it is about wisdom and foolishness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we read through this book, we're going to see some cool benefits of wisdom and pitfalls of foolishness. Mm-hmm. So let's start in Proverbs chapter 3 and let's have a little read of that. We're going to start in verse 1 and we'll go to verse 10. Have again, the Bible says, My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years, and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. Mm. You know, it's interesting. I, I talked about this earlier today in the news segment, mm. uh, but I do want to just bring this up here uh, during this. I'm reading through, we're reading through Proverbs together. Mm. Uh, but since the pandemic, I don't know if you knew this or not. Mm. We, we did talk about this earlier. Mm. There has been a huge decrease in attendance in church. Yeah. And so in the spring of 2022, a third of Americans, 33%, now say they never attend any religious services whatsoever, mm. which is an increase from before the pandemic, which was 25% mm. reporting that they never attend any religious services whatsoever. Mm. So we've gone from 25% to one third. Mm-hmm. And I know, I mean, that 
you know, it's really unfortunate to be honest. Yeah, but five percent of the American population represents like, like, uh, fifteen million people. Yeah, and it's eight. It's an eight percent increase yeah. as well too. So we're going twenty-five to thirty-three percent, and mm. it's that's a lot of people. Mm. A lot of people's lives have changed because of the lockdown, and the pandemic. Mm. And yet, when we read Proverbs, like we just did, there's so much wisdom. There's so much clarity about life. There's there's so many good teachings and understanding uh that that god is giving to us freely through his word and i Mm. just i feel bad because people are missing out on this yeah absolutely like they're missing out and being a part of a community a a, a church community is such a beautiful thing you know if you're listening right now i really want to encourage you find a church community to be a part of Mm. we we are happy that you're a part of the faith fm community Mm. and you're here listening and you're learning that god loves you Mm. and wants you to have a home in heaven for eternity Mm. but i i do want to encourage you find a community wherever you live maybe you're listening in tasmania or new south wales or victoria or uh down in south australia or anywhere up northern terry western australia all over the place you Mm. know wherever you're listening Go and find a community of faith to mm. belong to and be a part of. Not just to belong to and be a part of so that you can receive, but so that you can give as well too. Because it makes such a difference in your life and the lives of others as well too. Now, we're reading this proverb and it's talking about the express need that humanity has not to trust ourselves or our own understanding or whatever it may be but to trust God with what we have. And it even gives, a, towards the end of this passage, it gives us a financial element to that as well, which is something that we are going to be talking about throughout our time in the 20 million movement. This this quarter, the study is called uh, Managing for the Master Till He Comes. Like everything that he has given us, whether it's finances or the world that we live in, whatever, it's like, oh, you know, how do we you know, best manage that for God. And it's interesting when it comes to something like finance, it is something that is just so idea driven and catch because the reason is, is that everyone wants more money. And if you go on any social media site, you'll find a million and one people telling you how it is that you should manage your finances to make more money. You know, and to the point where I was, I was telling Blake, uh, I was telling you, Blake, during the break, like I, I follow like parody accounts, like parody financial advice accounts that are like, uh, the best thing that you should do to earn money in 2023 is financial consultancy for the government of Mongolia, like just making fun of, because, and, and that is making fun of all of these accounts like, oh, I've got this secret source on, you know, this new understanding, this new thing on how it is that you should manage your finance or what you should do to make money because then you'll make the most money and you'll be the most happy and you'll be the most comfortable person in the whole world. Whereas what we see here is saying, hey, God wants to give you every blessing that he possibly could. Like God loves you so much and he wants to bless you and all these different things. But hey, don't be impressed with the wisdom uh, in your own wisdom, instead, fear the Lord and turn from evil. Don't rely on your own understanding. Rely on the wisdom of God. We've been talking also about bilateral and unilateral covenants, mm. right? This is a bilateral covenant that is actually being explained right here, too. The Lord mm. says, this is the original one, honor the Lord with your possessions mm. and with the first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow. 
mm. with a new wine. I I just want to point out here like God is asking us to put him first in the management of our possessions as an acknowledgement of his ownership of all things and as a demonstration of our faith in him to provide for us. When we decide to give to God our first fruits, we're kind of putting our money where our mouth is. We're saying we believe in God and then we're trusting him by giving him our finances. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. We are coming into our final part of our encounter with God. We need another clue for the quiz. Now, I want to say, check us out at faithfm.com.au. Mm. There's a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's shows, there's podcasts, there are there's the afternoon show with producer Shell. Question of the day is coming with Lyle. You definitely want to check it out, faithfm.com.au, to find out more information about all of our shows and really kind of an extensive library of really good listening stuff. That's right. You can listen to these shows after they happen, so you can listen to them anytime throughout the day. Um, and you can also listen to radio live, but over the internet. So if you have problems with radio signal, I can say pretty much I never listen to the radio for the express purpose of radio signal is awful. And by I never listen to the radio, I mean that I never listen like through the like FM station. I always listen through my phone too. Always listen through my phone because over the internet is amazing. Of course, you know, you can run out of signal with internet as well. Um, but I think that the FM signal can struggle a bit more. But you can head over, yeah, faithfm.com.au. Our very last clue for the quiz this morning. Maybe you've been struggling up to now, but I placed Joseph in prison after my wife lied to me saying that he had assaulted her. Ooh. Ooh. Rough deal. Very specific. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you'll go into the draw for the great prophetic books of Daniel and Revelation, our amazing Bible study journal, and the KJV Bible with Mark Finley Study Helps. This is a beautiful Bible, by the way. We haven't been really talking about this Bible, but it is a beautiful, amazing Bible that is perfect for reading, perfect for studying in, and perfect for giving Bible studies to others. 0491-064-669. And don't forget to state it or star it if you're just playing for fun. Uh, if not, we're going to put you in the draw, and you have a chance to win those beautiful prizes. Mm-hmm. I want to say as well, too, with that clue, mm-hmm. Joseph was innocent. He was, yep. just want to be very clear. Like mm-hmm. We want to set the record straight. This young man, you know, just running out of there like Usain Bolt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Running uh, away from evil. Mm-hmm. Running away from evil. Beautiful stuff, actually. Great story. I got a few more text messages here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, we have, I have, uh, this is a text message just coming in. I have seen that and firsthand, my estranged wife has stopped going to church and is doing things I would have never thought she would mm. uh, turn back to. So as I continue to pray for her, I would ask that you pray for her also. Mm. Time is so short, and every day we should be glad, as it is one day closer to Jesus' return. Smiley face and two prayer hands, absolutely. Be praying for you, brother. Uh, another one here, the gathering of believers who talk and learn about Jesus is a church in a building in the park or on radio. It's a church of worship. Smiley mm. face. Beautiful as well, too. Mm. Let's keep going. Uh, I, I ended the last part of our Bible study here with 
the idea that when we put our money where our mouth is, mm. when we give our first fruits <clears throat> to God, he is then able to bless us in ways absolutely that are otherwise not possible. Absolutely. This is a uh, bilateral covenant. Mm-hmm. You know, the quid pro quo. Mm-hmm. This for that. God mm. says, hey, you want full barns? You want full vats of wine? Uh, you want full, uh, you know, everything in your life to be well and good? Mm. Give me your first fruits. Trust me with your first fruits mm-hmm. and watch what I'll do. Mm. That's a pretty heavy task. Yeah. That's not easy. Uh, I, I really, when I first became a Christian, I really struggled with the idea of paying tithe. Mm. I really did. Uh, I was like, I'm not going to get my money. Uh, and I remember I got a $400 cash pay mm. from one of my good friends. He runs uh, Australian True Blue Tree Services. Mm. We're cutting some trees down. He put 400 bucks in my hand. And right when I looked at it, I was like, I got to give 40 of this mm. away. Because I just got baptized. I just moved to back to Australia. And it was really hard. It was really, really hard. I didn't want to do it. I was... I was thinking about all the bills I had to pay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the rent. I was thinking about just my life in general. Like, how, how am I going to give 10% of my income away mm-hmm. when I'm barely struggling to survive? Mm-hmm. And praise God, I eventually did it. Uh, I literally, I think I got paid on the Tuesday, and I struggled with it on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then what I actually ended up doing, uh, I just had... Two $20 notes in my pocket. I go to the church, and when the uh, when the, the plate was passed around, I just stuffed it in there as quick as I could so that I couldn't think about it, basically. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I had it in there in my hands, and I was like crinkling up, and I was just like holding it tight. And um, Australian money feels different than American money. Mm-hmm. And it was like Australian money, and I was just like, put it in there. And uh, it was one of the best feelings I ever had. Mm. And no miracles happened, no miraculous thing happened, but it was like this idea that God said, trust me with mm. this and watch what I'll do. I think we can both attest, both of us, like since becoming Christian and starting to pay tithe and give offering and that kind of thing, we can both attest to the fact that we have never been without. Oh, 100%. Like, in fact, the opposite. So I, I've been homeless three times in my life, like proper homeless. Yeah. My house was burnt down when I was a kid. Like I've been out living on the street on the, like, not really the streets. I was actually living on the beach in the sand. I just slept in the sand for about nine weeks one time. Wow. I was like a literal beach bum. Uh-huh. And, you know, like, uh, and then one time when I was in Australia, when I first got here in Australia, I was in a tent, you know, mm. for two months. Mm. But I have never gone without. Mm. Right? So I've, I've actually been without... And I know what that feels like, mm. but since uh, I started actually paying my tithe, and that time I was in the tent, I had actually not paid my tithe before. Mm. That was before paying tithe, so that was the last time I lived uh, like in a tent uh, without consent. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, because uh, I have dabbled. I traveled around a bit now, yeah. and I enjoy now. I enjoy living, but I got a nice, proper. You got you, you're tent. hooked um, up. It's like, a totally yeah. different setup now, for mm. sure. So sometimes I like to sleep out in in my uh, tent that's on the roof of my mm. car, and I can just drive to the beach and I sleep there for the night and wake up, have a surf. It's beautiful, mm. but that's different. Yeah. Tenting with consent, <laughs> it's a that, very yeah. different lifestyle. It's something that you want to do, absolutely. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just want to encourage our listeners 
take the plunge. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, literally, go get baptized. Uh, that's a good one as well, too, but that's mm-hmm. not what we're talking about today. We're talking about whether your finances make God first. Mm-hmm. Give him the first fruits of your possession. Mm-hmm. Open up the, the vaults of your bank for the Lord to bless mm-hmm. by giving him the first fruits of all of your increase. Yeah. And I want to be absolutely clear, you know, if, if we were coming from maybe a, a prosperity gospel ministry, we would say, and now you need to sow a seed in heaven by giving us money. No, that's, that's not our we're right. Not, we're not even saying that. That's not, it's not our right to tell you what to do with your money. But what we will tell you is let God tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what, this is the message that it has here is let God into your finance. Let God into your life. And again, money is something that is so critical and vital to our lives. Like no one can deny that. People people can say, "Oh yeah, money means nothing and da, 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 and and you can live without money, but essentially to function within the society that we live in, like money is an incredibly important topic and that's why it's we're talking about it this quarter. It's not even money actually, it's currency. Currency. Yeah, because yeah. that's what we really have. It's yeah. like a falsified version of that's right. transactions here. But but the currency is required to mm. live a life in but, the society. But let God in. Let, let like, God control if, the if, currency of If your there's life. anything that we can tell you to do, it is to let God in. Because we both have been immensely blessed by letting God take possession of our possessions. I want to say, too, as well, we're about to listen to Stephen Curtis Chapman here. Uh, but before that starts, if you allow God to control your currency, he will guide the current of your life. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. I want to tell our listeners about a guinea pig. Really? Named Cheetos. Oh, is that the cute one that was? Yeah, we like, got the name. Mm, oh. Sky sent in uh, the guinea pig, and it's Cheetos. Apparently, that's its name. Yeah, that is an awesome name. I just want to sit on like a couch with the Cheetos. Mm. Yeah, I think guinea pigs are cute. They I'm are. Like, I think they're cute, and they kind of run around. They're like, me, 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 me. They make this like, me, 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 me noise. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a guinea pig that does that, yeah. They're like, they walk around like, me, 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 me. What about like, you, 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 you? No. No. No, they just yeah, say just me. Just me. Yeah, that's, that's right. Their whole life that's revolves right. around That's right. And, and literally, guinea pigs are like that. They're just selfish and awful. And, <laughs> and cute. And cute, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's good to have them around. Um, hey, we did a quiz. Give me the clues. And we said, you know, Pharaoh and present, his chief baker and chief cupbearer in, in this person's house. We know that he was one of Pharaoh's official. He bought Joseph from the Ishmaelites, so participates in slavery, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> he put Joseph in charge of all his household. And then he put Joseph in prison when his wife basically lied about Joseph. Not basically. She lied. She lied. She <laughs> not basically. She lied. Not kind of. Not sort of. Yeah. Hundred percent. Very, very up. touchy story. But essentially, we are talking about our boy Potiphar. Potiphar, who was the captain of the king's guard, which mm. is an interesting position because at that time in history, yeah, pretty much no professional armies that existed. All armies were conscripted from citizens of the nation other than something like the king's card so potiphar would have been a professional soldier uh who would have led a team of soldiers who would have looked after the pharaoh so he's essentially among the the top ranking officials in in all of egypt and egypt at the time was the empire 
Yeah, the like, the, the the great empire. We wouldn't even call it a world empire. It was just the empire. Yeah, like it was like it was just that's all there was. Mm. It was pretty crazy. Just an, a really amazing epic empire, and we see that despite being put in jail by Potiphar, Joseph was a fantastic steward of his time of his life. He gave everything to God. It led him to prison, but furthermore, it led him to become second in command of. Well, to become the prime minister of the Empire of Egypt. Which and, is pretty wild. And to save his family and to save Two Egypt things itself. On this story. Do mm-hmm. you know how much Joseph recommends the Empire put away to save for the years of famine? This is a biblical uh principle for us as well too. Was it was it ten percent? It was one fifth. One fifth. One fifth, which is twenty percent. Uh huh. So Kind of the biblical principles that we have. God mm. says, give us 10% mm. of everything that you have. Mm. Or, you know, God is saying, give give me the 10% for tithe mm. to be distributed amongst my people and to be used for the Levites, to be used for the church, to be used to build the kingdom. And then also we see from this story, save 20%. Ooh. So don't live on any more than 70% of your income. Uh-huh. And if you can live on less, that's even better. But don't live on more than 70%. 10% tithe, 20% savings for the future, mm. the unknown, live off of 70% or mm. less. Mm-mm. Very interesting stuff. But it is the end of the show. That's right. Uh, Sky also texts in, uh, just wanted to let us know, she has left the house now, but that the reason that Cheetos looks the way he did, the flash on her phone. Ah. Uh, so a little bit okay. wild. Wild times. Wild times <gasps> there, Sky. such an epic name. Yeah, Cheetos. I love naming animals after, like, products. Like, I think that that's cool. Like Colgate? The yeah, cat. <laughs> like, yes. Absolutely. Like, if I had a dog, I would name it, like... Kleenex. Garnier or something. I don't know. It's just it's just funny. It's just Come like, here, Kleenex. Come here, Kleenex. Or, or, like, especially when it's, like, call it Cheetos. Like, that's so funny. Like, call my dog Takis or... I'd love to have, like, a pit bull named Tabasco. Oh, that is... Bowler ass. Yeah, that is. And he's a Spanish spicy. Pitbull. And he only speaks Spanish. Like, That's he right. only responds to Spanish commands. <laughs> Tabasco! Cállate! ¿Qué? Silencio! Salida! That's awesome. I want a goldfish named Migarang. <laughs> and I want a rabbit named Sriracha. I want a goldfish named Golden Grams. Ooh, that's good too. Yeah. What about fro- We don't have Frosted Flakes here. Fruit Loop? The parrot? That is, Fruit Loop is an epic name. Especially for a parrot that like says random <laughs> stuff. Because Fruit Loop is also like a term for someone who's crazy. Yeah. And parrots are a bit, a a bit crazy loose. ass. I actually want, please text us 0491064669. Craziest pet names mm. that you can have. And we'll read them tomorrow morning. Absolutely. On the breakfast show. We mm. had a rabbit named Stroganoff. Strog, that's sorry, dark. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you know what isn't dark? Faith FM, where we talk faith, live faith, and act faith, so that you can grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you till we meet again. God be with you till we meet again. Counsel's guide uphold you with the sheep securely fold you. God be with you till we meet again. Until we meet.
Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.